Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. It's Beamaz and Beamer. News Radio 930 WBEN. Well, good morning. It is a Friday here at News Radio 930 WBEN. Can you tell I uh, didn't log into anything and just uh, just hopped into this chair? Hope everyone's having a decent start to their day. I know it was a slow drive in. Jimmy, I'm sorry I forgot to log out of that computer. I will do so at commercial. Um, slow driving for a lot of you, and I know with flooding last night, you might have had a long night in an early morning uh, with the weather that's going on here in western New York, and that's where I want to start. Uh, there's two things I want to cover in this hour, so let's see if we get to both of them. Uh, but the first thing I want to talk about is the... Um, the conditions where you are. Now, last night I drove a lot around western New York and the flooding that I saw, the streets, I wouldn't say closed, but the streets that were one-way traffic because of uh, one side being flooded and, you know, you having to guess if it was your turn or the other car coming towards you uh, whose turn it was. Um but driving conditions last night. Now, again, I was on the road till about 10 o'clock, and it was mostly a flooding situation. Uh, and then to wake up to, you know, the car frozen. And again, I get it. I get it. Joe, stop complaining. We live in Buffalo. It's the winter. What do you expect? Um, but waking up with the, the car doors frozen, you know, having to, you know, at four in the morning, I don't want to have to put in that extra effort to open my car door. Uh, and then 15, 20 minutes for it to really start melting. And, you know, my car's old. My car's got its problems. But the one thing my car has is it gets really hot really fast. And um, the the fact that it still took 15 to 20 minutes for that ice to start melting to the point where I could start moving things around uh, it just tells you uh, the, 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 the quick switch that we made overnight from a somewhat mild day yesterday uh, to in the 20s today. And um, again, flooding under ice, under snow. Uh, that's where we are here. And I want to know what it's like where you are, 803-0930. Did you have any flooding uh, problems last night? 
Did that turn into a big ice problem this morning? Uh, what was your drive into work like uh, on the throughway, on the 33, on the secondaries? 803 0930, star 930. You can also shoot me a text at 803-0930. And I know while some people are dealing with ice, uh, we had a car flip over this morning, uh, obviously because of the conditions on the road. We have people that this morning are in their basement. Um, dealing with maybe a failed sump pump, maybe uh, some flooding that, that more than what they're used to with that melting and that rain yesterday. And, you know, maybe it's just me. I hate driving in the rain at night. There's nothing worse than driving when it's pouring rain and it's dark outside. I mean, those factors, oh my gosh, uh, not, the, not the best night to be driving in. Uh, but like I said, I was on the road till about 10 o'clock. And uh, I was on the roads to about 10 o'clock. And when I got off the roads, it was still raining. And it was still, uh, you know, I mean, puddles where, you, where you've never seen puddles before. Right? In Amherst, you have that one, that one part of Hopkins that always floods over. Right? It could be uh, a, a mild rainstorm, if you get what I'm saying. And there will be parts of Hopkins that have a, a puddle on it. Right? And you have to kind of... Avoid that and be careful. But yesterday, I mean, obviously that was a lake. Uh, but other parts of Amherst flooded. Even parts of Transit Road had some, uh, some, uh, you know, flooding on it. That for a low car like me, you had to make sure you were over in the uh, in the other lane. By the way, this is Beamaz and Beamer. Uh, Brian taking the day off he has a long weekend. Next week it'll be just Brian. As uh, after the show today. Well, actually, tomorrow morning. But after the show today, my vacation starts. Uh, the wife and I are going on our honeymoon, and uh, we'll be gone for a week. So looking forward to that. I didn't really do much of an open. I jumped right into the topic and remembered I had all this stuff I wanted to say. <laughs> um, uh, but Brian off today. He's got a long weekend. And like I said, tomorrow, um, tomorrow, leaving early for our honeymoon hitting three cities up, and uh, just going to live it up. Going to have a fun, fun week, and then I'll be back here with Brian um, next or the following Monday. But I think I'm only in here two days with Brian, and then uh, I think Tom is on an extended leave. So a lot of jumping around, um, but, you know, hey, we'll be here. We'll be here. Uh, might be different times, but we'll be here keeping you entertained on WBEM. Um, but, yeah, the flooding yesterday, and again, you know, Wednesday, Thursday, Temperatures in the 50s, I mean, you knew that was going to be an issue alone because of the big piles of snow all over the place. I mean, it is funny. A week ago, you walk out the front door of my building, and the snow was piled so high, you know, if, if you saw me walking my dog on Main Street from your car, you would not have seen the dog. You would have seen, you know, about whatever, uh, because it was so high up of snow, well, there's now grass in front of the building. I mean, that's just how much that pile melted. Now, I know there are still piles of snow that didn't melt all the way down, obviously, um, but it was interesting to see uh, that that wall of snow in a day and a half is completely gone, uh, and the trash that was on top of it is now in the grass. Uh, But I want to know what it's like where you are, what any damage to your house with flooding. And then I, I thought we would build off of this topic what is the worst house damage you have either sustained at your house or a, a, a family member's house because of weather? 
You know, here in Western New York, we know all about what snow can do to a roof, uh, what wind can do. We know what wind can do. We saw it a few months ago. Um, and we know what flooding can do, obviously. You know, I know a lot of people have lost uh, stuff in flooding in their basements because it seems, I was talking to Alex Perchet before he went on the air with Susan this morning, and I said, we, we had the Valentine's Tees here in Western New York. And that's what it is, right? We always get that mid-February warm-up for a day or two that melts things down, right? You've got to be on, on standby for flooding. And then we get right back to winter conditions that last until opening day of baseball, which let's hope it's not opening day of baseball this year because that might be in July. Um, but it usually uh, lasts till about then. Uh, but we always have that Valentine's tease, and you always get the, the stories of flooding. We always get the, you know, the road closures of flooding. But this was such a quick turnaround because it went from flood, flood, flood to less than six hours. Yes, we still had those flooding issues, but now we have ice under snow on the roads. I mean, a very uh, d- slick situation for you guys driving into work this morning. And uh, as we, if you listen to our morning show, um, Alan Harris was at Traffic Command early. We did our first traffic update at 5.50. Usually our traffic starts at 6.10. So two updates uh, more than he usually does, and it was necessary uh, on that drive-in this morning. Uh, But I've just never, I don't remember it switching as quickly, right? I mean, we've all had, we all know what February can bring. It's miserable. It's always cold, except for those, that day or two that we get into the 50s. Um, But this was just so quick. You know, like I said, I, I got home from driving last night. And it was still raining. And then I get to my apartment. I go to bed, obviously. Uh, I, <laughs> I wake up for work this morning. And all that, you know, that had, it had frozen so quickly that now my car that was wet because of rain when I walked in was iced over. And like I said, it, it took forever to defrost that down. So the one thing I want to talk about, weather. 803-0930, your drive-in, any flooding damage to your yard or your house. And what was the worst weather damage sustained uh, that you've been through. I know people can talk about the October storm. Uh, A lot of people, because of the snow, uh, you might have still had your awnings up, as my parents did, on the October storm, and that brought them right down. Um, The wind, we know of damage just a few months ago with the wind we got here in western New York. So if you have any stories of that, uh, 803-0930. And then there's this. And now I want to say... That, you know, I, I understand how expensive it can be to go to a, to a Bills game, right? I've, I've, I've been there. Um, but that's what you sign on to when you get a ticket. I mean, I, I hate to sound heartless. I hate to sound mean. But when you buy a ticket, you know you're, you're, you're in for, you know, $15 beer, an $8 slice of pizza. You, you know what you're in for. Um, and, and now with the Bills in this stadium negotiation with Erie County and New York State, right? I mean, it's obviously still being negotiated, even though the Bills wanted it negotiated before the uh, first of the year. Uh, But they haven't. And, you know, I mean, I think you know my opinions of certain lawmakers that are at that negotiating table and what their intentions may or may not be. Um, But now, and I want to start off by saying... I want to start off by saying, 
I like I like Bill Conrad. Uh, nice guy. Um, like talking with him. You know, I I have no problem with Bill Conrad. I do have a problem with this proposal though in the New York State Assembly. And here's what he's proposing. I'd like your thoughts at 803-0930. And again, I realize that I realize concession stand pricing, right? But that's the concession stand pricing at the arena, at the ballpark, at Mets games, at Yankee games, at Knicks games, at Rangers games. That's 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 when you buy a ticket. That's what you're paying. By the way. Um, the 90 near the Blue Water Tower, so the 290 and 90 ramp, uh, there's an accident. It is moving slow. If you can avoid that area, avoid it. If you have any updates from that area, give us a call. Tony will pass it on, or if you can safely text it, 803-0930. But right now, the 90 near the Blue Water Tower, that's the 290-90 split. Really slow. There's an accident there, and, and again, a continuation of what we've seen all morning um, on the throughway, on the 33, and on the secondary streets as well. So take it slow. Don't be deceived by the sun uh, <laughs> peeking out. It is still very slick outside, and, and we appreciate the caller who called that one in. Um, but you go to, to sporting events. Concession stands are what they are, right? And, and this is nothing against um, Assemblyman Bill Conrad. But right now, the Bills are in a negotiation with the state, with the county, for a new stadium. And now, he is proposing at at the state level to put in the contract, so this would be added to the negotiation. The negotiation that, again, is already running a few months late. And you can blame who you want to blame for that. Uh, But the negotiation that's that's already running a few months late of where the Bills wanted it, now... It is being proposed that fan-first concession pricing is put into the contract for the Bills' new stadium. And I hate to, I hate to be mean. I hate to be condescending. Um, but do you want the Bills to leave? Is that the goal of Mark Polencars? Is that the goal of the state is to get rid of the Bills? Now you want to tell the Bills how much they can charge at their concession stands? I mean, is this, is this an appropriate role for government? In my opinion, this is, a, this, is a, this is a big reach for the government. And it's also, it's also just so misguided because if you're charging less for a concession, and, and he uses the Falcons. By the way, the, the state of Georgia didn't tell the Falcons they had to do that. They decided to do that. But in my opinion, and I'd like to know what you think at 803-0930, if you do the fan-first concession at the Bills games, they're going to make the money back the other way. I, I don't know how, how government leaders have yet to figure this out. And this isn't just a New York State level, <laughs> except it does happen a lot in, in the New York State level. But if yet, you know, if you... Tell them they have to charge less. If you take money away from them there, they're going to make it up other places. So, hey, fan-friendly concession at the new stadium. However, now the PSLs will be $5,000. Congratulations. I just I don't think that's the role of New York State. And I know you can debate me. Well, Joe, is the role of New York State to fund the, to fund the stadium? You know where I stand on that. They helped out with the Mets Stadium. They helped out with Yankee Stadium. They've helped out with other uh, sports venues in New York City. I'm sorry. I, I, might, 
I might agree with you on on principle, but if New York City sports teams are getting it, I think the only NFL team in the in the state should also get some help from the state. So I'm sorry, I am a you gave it to them, give it to me kind of person. That's where I stand on, well, should the state really be giving money uh, for a new stadium? Well, they did for other sport, sporting teams. So guess what? Yeah, it's our turn in Buffalo. Sorry, it's our turn in Buffalo. But if you are going to put in the contract that the state is going to tell you how much to, how much to charge at concession stands... If I'm the Buffalo Bills and I've had to deal with, you know, uh, Mr. Personality at the, at the negotiating table, uh, the, commu- the county executive, and now I'm being told that in the contract you're going to tell me how much I can charge at the concession stand, you know what? Austin, Texas is looking a lot better, right? St. Louis is looking a lot better. I, I, I don't, it, I'm sorry, to me, the message is. Bills, find somewhere else to play. That's what it's like. You've got the county executive that likes to keep his little secrets and not talk about the negotiations. I mean, which is just childish. It is just childish. Hey, I know and you don't. What is this? Are we in middle school? You're not sharing uh, details of the negotiations that you're doing on behalf of your constituents. It's just childish. It's immature. It's laughable. So you have that at one end. And now you have the state. You've got some, and I don't know how popular this bill would be. And again, it's nothing against Bill Conrad. I just I disagree with with uh, his way of thinking on this. Because now you're going to tell the bills that now you know we can uh, on top of the stadium and on top of us being able to tell you how many fans you can have if another pandemic hits. Um, we are also going to tell you how much you can charge at your concessions. I mean, and what's next? You're going to tell the bills they can't have PSLs. I mean, the Bills will make up the money if you enforce this at, a, at, at the stadium, at the state level. But I also think it makes the Bills reconsider actually wanting to be here. It would make me want to reconsider being here. You know, I am a business. I am out for profit. Um, you're now telling me what I can and can't charge. And where do the Bills make, you know, the Bills are going to lose that money. They use a service, Delaware North. 803-0930, star 930, what do you think? Again, I understand the pricing at the stadium. It's ridiculous, but, you know, and I hate to be that guy, but guess what? It's that way everywhere. Have you been to a Leafs game lately? Well, not in the last two years, but have you been to a Leafs game? I mean, when I was in college, they were they were charging small beers for $14.50. So don't... I don't want the complaints. I get it. I get the concession stands are are rough. But is it the government's job to dictate what the pricing is at the concession level? Dean is in Elma. Dean, good afternoon. Good morning, Joe. Thanks for taking the call. Thanks for calling. Joe, I'm listening. I'm listening to the call. Now, I used to, back in the day, I sold beer. And as you mentioned, this is Delaware North, or this is Sports Service. Um, and it, it, it does, it's an exorbitant amount of money to, to, to charge for some of these services and goods. And I'm wondering how much sports service gets, how much the bills get, really what the cut is. And if this is something that was ever a forbid, I mean, it's just public monies again that we're putting into it. And I'm wondering if there should be some transparency as to really where the money trail is. Yeah, I, I mean, 
I, I would be fine in, in seeing that. Dean, you said you used to sell the beer. Yeah, I was for a season. I was uh, I was a beer sales. And the way it works with sports service at the time is I would actually sign out, say, 40 cases of beer, and I'd sell what I could. And then after halftime, I'd go back, turn in the unsold beer, and pay for whatever uh, I sold. If I miscounted, if I uh, gave beer away by mistake, I was responsible. How much, if you don't mind me asking, how much would you make off a of, off of beer? Well, at the time it was only eight dollars, which was a bargain. This is twenty years ago. It was eight dollars, and I believe I made a dollar eighty per beer. Oh wow! Okay. And uh, now let me ask: We're out of the stadium with three hundred bucks after a couple of hours. That's not bad at all, Dean. That's not bad at all. Hey, and my fingers were my fingers numb because they were in ice when it was fifteen <laughs> degrees outside. But yeah. you know. hey. Dean, I don't think that's an awful idea, though. I mean, if the state wants to put something in the contract, I'd rather that than telling the team what they can and can't charge. Right. I appreciate the call. That's Dean and Elma leaving a line open for you at 803-0930. What do you think? And again, this is just being proposed at the at, at Highmark Stadium or at the new, I'm sorry, at the new Bill Stadium, that this would be in the contract. So they could still continue to charge what they want at the arena, at the ballpark at other establishments around Western New York, at other establishments. This is, again, at a state level. So would this go for City Field? Would this go for Yankee Stadium? Would this go for Madison Square Garden? Would this go for Barclays Center? You're, you're proposing this at a state level. Will we see this in other contracts? Or are we just going to pick on Buffalo, continue to pick on Buffalo? 803-0930, star 930. What do you think uh, about the, the uh, Assemblyman Bill Conrad saying that the bill should, um, the state should put fan-first concession pricing in the new contract for a new Bill Stadium? I'm against it. What do you think? 803-0930. Talk with you after that. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing. However you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast.
podcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odyssey podcast. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. It's Beamaz and Beamer. News Radio 930 WBEN. Oh, welcome back. Beamer in... Oh, Beamer in for Bowerly. No, this is Beamer on Beamaz and Beamer here on News Radio 930 WBEN. Brian taking the day off. Uh, But don't worry. On Monday, I'll be taking the whole week off. Brian will be here to guide you through the week on Beamaz and Beamer. Good to be with you on this Friday. Hope your drive into work was safe. If you didn't have to go anywhere, good for you. Hopefully you're uh, sitting inside nice and warm. Maybe you played your Wordle and um, just enjoying the show. And we appreciate you enjoying us. Um, Talking about this fan-first concession pricing. Now, just to be fair, I did ask uh, just now uh, Bill Conrad to come on the show, the Assemblyman. Unfortunately, he is not available this morning. But uh, if this is something that gets a little more traction, we will obviously uh, get him on when, um, when we can, because I'd be very interested to get his side of the story. He did tweet out that I hope the team we all love so much remains open to all ways it could show appreciation for the fans. Since a new stadium would require a significant amount of public funding and likely have higher ticket prices, I believe the team ownership should thank the best fans in football by offering reduced price food and beverages at games to help even more Buffalonians get the full game day experience. What do you think? Now, I understand Concessions are expensive. Concessions are overpriced. I under I, I get it. I get it. I, I go to sporting events. I know. But is it the state? I understand the public funding, too. You guys want to point that out? I get it. But this was not in the agreement for any other stadium in New York State when the state helped them fund it. This wasn't in the agreement for any other venue in the state when the state funded, funded it. Why start here? Why start with the bills? who, let's be honest, could easily just say, okay, we're going to go somewhere else. right? I don't think the New York Mets, you know, it's, it's not 1957 when the Giants and Dodgers left. I don't think the New York Mets would pack up and leave if you put this in a, a stadium proposal. But, you know, because we don't get any information, because the county executive wants to keep it all to himself, um, from what I see, we have what is a negotiation that's gone longer than the Bills wanted it to, and now you want to throw in that the Bills are going to, that you're going to control the, the concession funding. I mean, do, do you want the Bills here or not? I, I'm, I'm sorry, that's, that's how I feel. And with cheaper concession stands, you're talking about more expensive tickets and more expensive PSLs. Uh, 803-0930, star 930. And I'm going to throw this question out too. If the Bills do leave Western New York, who do you blame? 803-0930, star 930, uh, because I have a few people on that list that I would blame. Let's go to Chris in Lancaster. Chris, good morning. 
Good morning, Joe. How you doing? I'm doing well, Chris. What do you got for us this morning? I mean, I'll be honest. I'm I'm not a big you know goer of games. I'm just I sit at home watch it with the family. But to be honest, this is going to be detrimental to anybody. Think of the people who have had season tickets. I got a family member who's had season tickets for 20 plus years. They've had the same seats. They get them every year. Think about how much their season tickets are going to go up. They don't get food when they're there. They understand it's it's implied, like you said, when you go, you're going to pay 15 bucks for a beer. You're going to pay 20 bucks for a burger and fries. It's just implied. And now all these people who have season tickets who, let's say you pay $800 a year. I don't know what it is, but we'll put a number to it. All of a sudden, that could now be $1,700 right? because it's fanfare. And it's, I don't think it's fair. Um, I, I cannot recall. I know you named the gentleman who introduced this. Assembly, Assemblyman Bill Conrad. Yes, yes. And and you know that it's going to get full support because, you know, executive pulling cars wants to apparently do everything that's bad for the Bills. And personally, I'm against the whole move of the stadium, but that's not what we're discussing. But it's just going to be so detrimental. Everything else is going to go up. And then you're going to have nobody who wants to go to games. You're going to get people who's going to say, you know what, I don't want to pay $85 to go to one game. It's not worth it to me. I'll just watch it on TV. And you're going to have attendance go way down. You'll have the same people who are Bill's diehard fans. Yes, they'll always be there. But you'll get the common man who says, you know what, it's Sunday. So-and-so wants to go to the game. Let's pick up a couple of tickets. You're not going to have that anymore. And I think it's just going to lead to more losses on the Bill's end and the county. Exactly. I, uh, Chris, I, I could not agree with you more. And uh, that's the thing. You know, he's using the Falcons stadium as an example. Well, the Falcons had a problem getting fans in. Buffalo doesn't have that problem. Like you said, this will cause that problem um, if tickets go up high enough. And I think with trying to make up for the concessions, they will. I appreciate the call, Chris and Lancaster, opening the line for you at 803-0930. Let's go to Julia in Buffalo. Julia, good afternoon or good morning. Hi, good morning to you. I love your show. Thank you, Julia. I think that there is, now this is a precursor to what I'm going to say. I think that Poland Cramps really doesn't want the bills in Buffalo. I think there's a tax issue because this has gone on too long. Uh, the bills have Bills Mafia, which is the largest fan base in the world. So Bills Mafia will follow them to Austin or wherever they go. And I think this issue of concessions is just like Big Brother. Uh, if you remember that book, um, I can't remember the book, oh, in high school, but um, where the government is getting too involved in issues that they don't need. The, the uh, Pagulas are business people, so they're going to look to the best deal that they can get. And I don't think the county executive or New York State, even the governor hasn't put any, anything in her budget for the bills. I honestly don't think they want the bills here. And the bills are going to the Super Bowl. Whether or not next year or some year after that, they've got Josh Allen and, and some great people. But they're going to do it whether or not they're in Buffalo or somewhere else. And this whole issue with concessions is just ridiculous. It's stupid. And even if they raise the prices of tickets, they've got Bill's Mafia who will follow them and have been following them since they were created. And they will pay whatever the price of the ticket is to be in Bill's Stadium. I mean, they've got supporters in Japan and so they're not going to have any problem getting the stadium filled wherever they go. So the whole thing is just ridiculous. And I think, to be honest with you, I think we're going to lose the Buffalo Bills. I really do. And it's sad to say that I will go to a game outside of Buffalo 
but they still have Bills Mafia, which have said that they will follow the Buffalo Bills to wherever they go. You know, Julia, I, I, to say. I, I do agree with you that it does seem like there are some of our elected elite, uh, elected officials, the county executive. Yeah, they've known about this for a long time. Yep. And the stadium, we're not talking about the stadium, but I really do think it should be downtown. And they should have planned this a long time ago because it would really boost up everything in Buffalo. It should not be in Orchard Park. And when they built it in Orchard Park, they, when they first built it in Orchard Park, they should have start, they started thinking about, okay, how are we going to get it in downtown? We've got the land. Let's plan now to get it in downtown. And But they haven't done it. They had some kind of offshoot committee that was supposed to have been formed with the uh, governor, Cuomo, about a year ago. They've only met, I've heard, one time, and that disbanded. And the Pagoulas are sitting back, and they're like, give me what I want. You're not giving me what I want. You know, time is winding down. Other places want us. We're business people. We can still live in Buffalo. That doesn't mean, even if we like it, that doesn't mean our team has to be in Buffalo. And they're not even from Buffalo, I don't think. So, you know, they're not trying. And I'm still going to be a Buffalo Bills fan. You know, I've got my Bills Mafia hat. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to travel. I like, like you, I like traveling. Not to run in an attack, but I'll go to someplace else. So, you know, I have no qualms. I, Julia, I, I appreciate the phone call, and you're right. There are places that want the bills. I just, and, and I, I don't want to be Mr. Negative, but it does seem, again, you go back to the negotiations. We've we've talked about it here on this show. The team wanted it by the end of December. Erie County, uh, the county executive who was at the negotiating table, which, I mean, I, I think is probably uh, for worse, um, who's at the negotiating table, uh, you know, he won't share any details. Right, he he puts this. Oh well, it's it, it it's for me to know and you to find out. I mean, I mean seriously, how old are we? How old? Uh, how old are we that the county executive has to, you know, tell us that he knows and we don't need to know? I that's such a. It just it seems that the state and the county couldn't care less if the bills are here or not. And that's really sad for a group of people that claim to be Bills fans. But with the negotiations the way they've been going, with the don't ask me about it, I'm not going to tell the legislature anything about it, attitude at the county level. And now at at the state level asking this, I mean, you have to know, common sense would tell you that if you raise the price of concession stands, you're going to... Or, I'm sorry, lower the price of the concession stands. You're going to raise the prices of the tickets. And as Kristen Lancaster said, you know, I, I do enjoy an adult beverage when I go into a game, but most of my food and drink consumption is tailgating afterward or beforeward. I don't think beforeward's a word, but you know what I mean. Um, you know, I'd rather the ticket be cheap because the ticket I need to get in. I don't need a concession stand once I'm in there. I need a ticket to get into the game. And if now a ticket that usually costs me $45, $50 is going to be $85, $90 a game plus a PSL, well, not, I, don't care that the, the, I don't care that my slice of pizza is 4 bucks because I'm probably not going to go if I'm paying 90 a game to sit up in the nosebleeds. It's just another, it's, in my opinion, it's just something that's unnecessary. Again, quoting the Atlanta Falcons, well, the Atlanta Falcons didn't have any fans. 
That's why the Falcons needed to lower the prices, because people would rather go see the, the Georgia Bulldogs than the Atlanta Falcons. I mean, it's just college sports is bigger there. Ask the Atlanta Thrashers how that went professionally. Ask the Atlanta Braves, who are always competitive. Ask them in June how many fans they get to their stadium. It's not like Buffalo, where the Bills at you know 3-6 and six are playing the 0-7 Jaguars, or 0-8 Jaguars, and we would still fill the stadium up. It's not that... It's, it's, it's not comparable. And Georgia didn't tell the Falcons to do that. So I just, I don't understand when, when from the outside looking in, and if negotiations are going well, do you think the Kanye executive could at least tell us that? I mean, at least clue in the constituents who you're supposed to be representing. Um, at, least, at least let us know that it's going well. We're going to be near a, a, an agreement. But this, you know... I know you don't attitude. I mean, you know, I stopped doing that when I was in middle school. But uh, apparently um, at the government level, that's still uh, it's still appropriate. I, I don't know. I just I think this. I get the idea. Again, I understand concessions are, are expensive. I understand it. But I think it, you have to look at the big picture. And if I'm the Buffalo Bills, I'm looking at this and saying, why didn't the Mets have that in their contract? Why didn't the Yankees have that in their contract? Are the Brooklyn Nets, is that in their contract at the Barclays Center? No? Then why are you putting that on us? The one NFL team that actually plays in the state. And, you know, that's how I feel about that. And, again, there's going to be a lot of stadium talk (laughs) in the next few months um, because a lease needs to be signed at the current stadium um, and the Bills will not do that until there is an uh, agreement on a new stadium. So it'll be interesting to, to follow. And I understand people's concerns with public funding for the stadium. I get that. I'm not blind to that. I'm not deaf to that. Um, but I am also in, did Downstate get that? Then we deserve it. And our leaders in Albany uh, that represent Western New York should be fighting for us. If, if Downstate gets it, if Downstate's professional teams get it, well, there's one thing Downstate... Uh, doesn't have that we have, and that's an NFL team that actually plays in the state. So they should be fighting for us to make sure we don't lose our NFL team. And I hope they are. I'm not saying this is a sign that they're not at the state level. I just don't think this is the direction I would go in when we are now almost in March and the Bills won an agreement by the end of December. Um, anyway, I wanted, I want to tell a little story before I get out of here. You know, I think of myself as a pretty outgoing guy, right? I like to talk. I like to talk to people. Sometimes people tell me to shut up because I'm talking too much. But there are times, and I'm discovering this more and more, where I can be very awkward. And you ever do this where you go to a restaurant to pick something up? I was doing this doing my other job yesterday. I walked into a, to a restaurant to pick something up. And, you know, I got it all in. I'm walking out, and someone said, have a good day. And for some reason, when, you know... Uh, an employee at a place says, have a good day. I always assume they're talking to anyone but me. And I do that weird thing where I look around to make sure they are talking to me because I don't want to be the one that embarrassingly goes, yes, you too. Oh, you're not talking to me. Never mind. You were on your phone. So I was like, there's always a, a moment of pause, like, hey, have a good day. Okay, you too. And I just, I don't know. I always assume they're not talking to me. 
<laughs> but I, I, I did that yesterday, and I thought to myself, wow, Joe, you do that everywhere. I do that at the gym. When you're walking out of the gym and they say, have a good day, I make sure there's not someone on the other end of the counter. I make sure they're not on their phone before I say, yeah, you too. Like, I have to study the situation. I mean, how embarrassing is it really if you say you too and they're not talking to you? Really, you're going to go on with your day. Is that going to stop your day because you said it and they weren't really talking to you? But I just overthink the entire scenario every time it's, uh, it's, uh, it plays out. And I thought about it yesterday and I said, this is something I'm going to have to bring up. You know, because maybe people do look at me as an awkward person. I've never thought of myself as awkward. I've always thought of myself as very outgoing. Maybe annoying would be the A word that is associated with me, but never awkward. Um, but le- yesterday I go, oh, Joe, that's a really awkward thing you do. And you do it all the time. Um, and finally, as I said, not here next week. Brian will be here on BMAS and Beamer going on our, uh, not Brian and I, my wife and I are going on our honeymoon. And, uh, as we talked about, uh, a month or so ago, um, our honeymoon is going to be domestic, which is fine. Spend the money right here in the great United States. Uh, we're going to Indianapolis for a night, Nashville for six and, um, Cincinnati for, uh, a night. So, be back here next Sunday night. So there are two Sundays without a Joe Beamer hardline. Um, hope you'll be all right. Um, but looking forward to it again. You know, we were supposed to go to Jamaica, uh, but because we didn't want to get stuck there, if a cotton swab said we had we were positive, I'm cheap and didn't want to have to pay for an extra five days of resort fees. So we decided to keep it domestic. And you know what? I'm, I'm happy with that. I'm happy keeping my money right here in the United States, especially in the states we're going to, you know, Indiana, Tennessee, and Ohio, uh, great states to visit. Um, so looking forward to that. If you have any recommendations of places to, to visit while in Nashville, if you could send those to me, go to WBEN.com, click on the Contact Us, click on Joe Beamer. And if you have any uh, Nashville recommendations, shoot them my way. Uh, I would really appreciate it. We have some things planned, but we have some days open, too. And if, uh, if there's something good out there, we'd love to uh, have a little heads up so we can go put it as part of our plan. Well, Buffalo, I hope you have a great weekend. I hope you have a great week next week. Um, I'll miss you. I hope you miss me. And I will talk to you a week from Monday here on BMAS and Beamer on WBEN. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 